Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Hey, this is Mike Slater, host of the podcast, Politics by Faith, filling in for the great Bill O'Reilly on this Thanksgiving Eve. It's Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The average household paying more for heat this winter. The White House urges Americans to wear face masks. COVID causing a surge in alcoholism. And a new survey ranks the unhappiest places in the country. Also coming up, the message of the day. We're going to tell the story of the pilgrims and the unfathomable suffering that they endured while on the Mayflower and when they landed here in America. It's an unbelievable story. We'll share that in just a few minutes. First, energy producers confirming households now paying more for heat this winter. Prices are up 54% compared to last year. What? The average family spends about $1,000 on fuel between October and March. The industry blaming the increase on Joe Biden's war on fossil fuels, of course. At least 15,000 full-time positions have left the energy sector since Inauguration Day. The cost of gasoline is up 50% compared to last January. And still, Western Pennsylvania voted for Joe Biden. Like <laughs> The pandemic causing a spike in heavy drinking among Americans. According to the Rand Corporation, 69% of adult males experienced at least one alcohol-related problem in 2021 compared to 49% of women. Wow, 69%. Researchers blame all the booze on pandemic-related issues like depression, anxiety, lack of sleep, and loneliness. And the sale of cigarettes also up for the first time in two decades. Remember, as Thomas Sowell said, there's no such thing as solutions, only trade-offs. So we're going to shut down the country to save lives from COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what are the trade-offs to that? The White House urging Americans to bring back the face mask. The Department of Health and Human Services releasing a statement as cases rise in some states. Quote, the lifting of mask mandates and indifferent attitude towards masking. I don't, I'm not indifferent about it. Towards masking and social distancing, typical in many public and private places, further isolates people with long COVID. And this is a weird sentence. We encourage or mandate policies and protocols regarding masking and social distancing in public places. L.A. County is going to jump on that and uh, probably mandate masks, which is insane. It's 2022. A study from Business Insider listing the unhappiest places in America. Most are located in California, New Jersey. Towns are ranked by crime, addiction rates, income, and life expectancy. The worst spots include Compton, San Bernardino, Camden, Newark, and Trenton. <laughs> Unbelievable. California, New Jersey. The happiest cities in 2023, Scottsdale, Arizona, Honolulu, 
Plano, Texas, and number one, Tampa in the great state of free Florida. The message of the day about the Pilgrims, next. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Hey, it's Mike Slater, host of the podcast Politics by Faith, filling in for the great Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. This Thanksgiving, I am thankful for the Pilgrims. We don't talk about the pilgrims enough. We don't talk about the suffering that the pilgrims endured. So check this out. Mayflower, 1620, 102 passengers, 30 crew. I don't know what you're imagining this Mayflower boat looking like. I imagine this grand, epic ship. It was a tiny little bathtub, 25 feet wide, 100 feet long. Below the deck, it was a five-foot ceiling, so you had to slouch when you walked. Not that there was anywhere to walk. So the deck was... 1,500 square feet. So imagine a 1,500 square foot house with 132 people living in it. But don't worry, it was a short trip across the ocean. It only took 10 weeks. 10 weeks. So if you got on a boat on September 14th, you'd finally land today. And we complain about a, a delay at the airport. So the craziest thing for me is when they finally got here, they landed Massachusetts, right? In November. But it was so freezing cold. They had to stay in the boat. So they anchored off the coast and they stayed in the boat. Again, what's the longest you've had to taxi on an airplane? 30 minutes, maybe an hour? Imagine months on the boat. They didn't leave the boat. They didn't go on land until March 31st. Four months on the boat. And that's where everyone died. Two people died on the journey and 77 died just anchored out off the coast. (sighs) Freezing cold. No food, no bathrooms, hopeless. And people dying all around you. Could you imagine? Absolute misery. So March comes around and finally, so this is 1621. There's uh, out of the original 132, there's 53 left. But then it's not like they showed up to anything. There's nothing there. It's one thing if you have a harrowing flight and then you land and you take an Uber to the hotel and take a shower and sleep in a bed. These pilgrims got to America and there was nothing there. They had to cut down trees, make houses, grow food, start from scratch. Unbelievable suffering and misery the pilgrims went through. And we have completely forgotten that story. The only time I ever hear the pilgrims talked about it's it's like a kindergarten 
Thanksgiving play or something and they dress up cute like pilgrims. But no one's really talking about the story of the pilgrims. How is William Bradford's diary, the governor of the Plymouth Colony, how is his diary not required reading for every American? But they endured because these pilgrims believed themselves to be, as William Bradford said, the great hope for advancing the kingdom of Christ. Thanksgiving used to be a religious holiday. It used to be a day of fasting and prayer. And today it's the opposite. It's a day of gluttony and football. But look at the early presidential proclamations about Thanksgiving. Look at John Adams, George Washington. It's all about prayer and humiliation and supplication and fasting. (laughs) But even if you want to make it a secular holiday, we've lost that story. We've lost our story of the pilgrims. It's as if it never happened. We forgot why they came here. We've forgotten what they overcame to be here. And therefore, we've forgotten our gratitude to God for bringing them through so that we can be here today. This Thanksgiving, join me in being grateful for the pilgrims. More coming up next. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, it's Mike Slater, host of the podcast, Politics by Faith, filling in for Bill O'Reilly. Now it's time for something you might not know. So we've heard the Thanksgiving story before, of course, the Indians helped the natives uh, grow food and uh, kumbaya, and they had a huge feast and gave thanks and all the rest. That's the story. There's a ton more to that story, of course. But what's fascinating is there's no record of anyone in that first Thanksgiving ever using the word Thanksgiving. The first time we have a record of the governor of the Plymouth Colony, William Bradford, using the word Thanksgiving was two years later in 1623. But what happened two years later? What happened in 1623 that caused them to be so grateful two years after the first Thanksgiving? There was a terrible drought, months long, May, June, and July with no rain. See, we have this illusion in our modern culture of control. Because when it doesn't rain, it's okay. We can collect the rain and we have irrigation systems and our crops can still grow and we can still have food and we can still live. But the pilgrims didn't have any of that. They were totally at the mercy of the weather. So there was a terrible drought and all their crops were dying. They've only been there for like a year and a half. And they they planted the, the crops with the fish just like the Indians told them to do the whole thing. But it wasn't working. There was no rain. It needed to rain. So this is what William Bradford wrote in uh, the history that he wrote 10 years after the Plymouth Colony. He said, upon which we set apart a solemn day of humiliation, that just means to make yourself humble, to seek the Lord by humble and fervent prayer in our great distress. So what happened then? Toward evening, it began to overcast and shortly after to rain with such sweet and gentle showers as to give us cause of rejoicing and blessing God. It came without either wind or thunder or any violence, and it revived and quickened the corn and other fruits and was wonderful to see. They prayed for rain, (laughs) but they couldn't control the rain. They needed to pray for it, and God provided. 
That's the first time William Bradford used the word Thanksgiving. It was for rain. Our pilgrims endured through so much suffering. I know that if we learned more of their story, there'd be so much less whining, complaining, and victimhood today, and a lot more gratitude. More coming up. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What an honor to fill in for Bill O'Reilly. Bill, thank you for letting me do it again. If you've enjoyed this, please download our podcast, Politics by Faith.